there, I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are going to be chatting with one of our former students, school counselor, Jennifer Henriquez, to talk through what made her decide to become a coach as well as to encourage school counselors and educators to receive coaching. It is our hope that by addressing this population of incredible service-oriented professionals, that they too may be positively impacted by the power of coaching. Hope you enjoy. Welcome. I'm so happy to have Jennifer here with us today. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi. Hi, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to have you here. You know, just so everybody that's listening knows, you have been a former student of ours with the Holistic Coach Certification Program. And we, of course, always love to feature people that have come through the certification program and are stepping into their business and doing great things. And you are certainly one of those people. Well, thank you. I mean, I've had such good experience with you and everyone that I've met. So it was definitely a great experience. Good, good. Well, I've shared with you before that we get a lot of school counselors and educators that come our way, partly because my story is substance abuse counselor to coach. And so we just we always tend to get a lot of therapists, counselors and uh, social workers. And so what I love about your story is that you are a school counselor. And so I I just would love to hear a little bit of the backstory of how you as a current school counselor got interested in coaching? I actually love talking about this because it's really funny. Um, I was watching a reality show called Million Dollar Listing and the real estate agent was talking to someone in his car on the phone on the Bluetooth and the subtitle came up as life coach. And I'm telling my fiance, like, that's what I do. Like, I talk like that at work. Like, what is this coach stuff? Um, and I started doing my research and I spoke to a couple of people. I spoke to an old colleague of mine and as I was, well, the pandemic hit, um, last year and I was at home remotely for the first time as a, as a school counselor, cause usually I'm in the school. Um, and I said, you know what, let me just start doing some research. And as I got onto LinkedIn, you had messaged me and I was like, okay, this is pretty much godsend. And I did my research. I had a phone call with you. The energy was great. And the rest is history. (laughs) So, you know, I think the pandemic was kind of, um, it was a horrible situation, but it was a a blessing in disguise for me because I was able to then take out that time for myself and, and, you know, learn how to be a coach. That's great. Yeah. And I completely acknowledge you for moving forward with the coach certification, even though the pandemic had just happened and hit. And so I can remember that conversation like it was yesterday that we had. (laughs) And, um, and, 
you were making a decision of if you wanted to move forward with it or not. And I know that's a decision a lot of people are still thinking through because of the pandemic. So what were some of the unique challenges that that you faced as a school counselor over the last 18 months? Hmm. Um, well, with the pandemic, a couple of things. I, for the first time, you know, I'm in New York City, and so our union is heavy out here. And for the first time, I thought, like, okay, I can lose my job. Um, because I was afraid that they were going to take away some of the positions, including counselors. And so that was a thought to me, um, job security, financial security. But the other thing was working remotely isn't ideal. You're in school all day. Um, you're dealing with crisis, but at least you're there dealing with the kids. And I think for me, it took an emotional toll because I was getting stories of, you know, this family member got it or, you know, this parent passed away. And so I'm talking to kids on the phone and I would get off the phone and just cry because I didn't know what to do. Um, so I think just, you know, as a school counselor and as anything, as a therapist, as, you know, anyone in the service of helping other people, it's an emotional toll. And so I had to try and find a balance of figuring out like, how am I going to balance being here, taking an emotional toll at work and personally, because I'm also dealing with a pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so that was interesting to try and figure out how I was going to handle everything. But and then in New York, when we came back, it was a lot of back and forth. It was we were in school, then we came back, then we were back in school. So um, it wasn't a lot of stability either. And that kind of threw everyone for a loop. And, you know, including the counselors, it was just a new territory. Um, so when I actually came back in September, I told myself, I sat at my desk and I said, you know what, I'm not going to have any expectations of this year and whatever happens, happens. And that's what kind of kept me through the whole year going um, because I didn't know what was happening and I couldn't control it. And so why, you know, why would I? Yeah. And so how did doing the coach certification program support you while you were trying to manage everything that had to do with your school counselor job? Oh, my God. Like I said, it was, uh, you know, like a blessing in disguise, I think, because for a while um, on my own personal journey, I had just not been myself. And I think when I went into coaching, I didn't realize that I would get something so much so beneficial out of it. You know, I thought, okay, I'd learn how to continue to help other people and learn a different technique on how to help other people. But I didn't think in the process I would learn about myself and learn about what challenges I have to now get over to then still continue to help other people. So it supported me mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like every week it was coming in to see all these people who were just ready to learn and ready to be a support system for you. So it was great. That's awesome. And I, I, you know, respect so much what all teachers and school counselors and school officials and first responders and health coworkers. I mean, everybody has been doing such an incredible job to support people. And you bring up such a great point. It's like you're there to support others and then your own support can get taxed 
And yeah. so that that is a challenge. And how did how do you feel that your mind, body, and spirit were challenged by the pandemic? <clears throat> well, you know, it was challenged, but I think because I was in coaching and because I had an outlet, um, I got back so heavy into my faith that mm. I was able to just kind of be okay with whatever was happening. Like, and even, you know, I'll, I'll even be honest, like even during the summer, I think I experienced like my first like depressed episode. Cause I like went outside and came back home and was just off. Um, but I think coaching just helped me realize like all this stuff is just temporary and figuring out a way to just have a, a great foundation to then go back to, right? Cause we always are going to go off on a tangent, but if you have these core sets, then you're going to be okay. And I think getting back to my spiritual self helped a lot because I was able to just take things day by day, pray on it and, that was it. Whatever happened was what was supposed to happen. And I was okay with that. That's incredible. I love that the spiritual level presented itself so strongly for you and that you were able to reconnect with that level and that level was able to support you. And that's, you know, why we talk so much about the holistic approach, because when you have the mind, body, spirit, or the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical Mm-hmm. all working. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect in all those areas. It doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, a 10 out of 10 in all those areas, but at least means that you're being mindful or that you're being conscious of those areas. And it really makes me feel good that you were able to utilize that concept and work it yourself. So I applaud you for that. Yeah. Thank you. And I, and you know, and I think sometimes as like a school counselor, we're always like, um, like, what do you do to make you happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and people are kind of always like, oh, you know, like, I get my nails done, or I go to the gym, I do all those things. And those things weren't bringing me joy anymore. Those things, again, through the pandemic, were taken away. So now it's like, what do I do? Because that's not fulfilling me the way it used to. And coaching did that. It's incredible. So that was, I think that's why... I love it so much because it helped me get back to the person that I knew who I was. Yeah, it's always so hard for me to articulate that to people. You know, my way of sharing it is I always (laughs) say spiritual psychology provided me my first transformation and coaching provided me my second one. Mm -hmm. And it's really like what you're saying right now. Um, When we go into coaching, people often think, oh, I'm going to learn a skill to support other people. And right. what they don't realize, like you were you were speaking to, is that part of learning how to coach is also receiving the coaching mm-hmm. and being coached and having that experiential experience so that you can have your own learnings and be a better coach, right? So uh, I appreciate your vulnerability and talking about mental health. What would you say to a school counselor or an educator that is struggling to support themselves right now? Um, I would say, you know, it's not, it's okay to get help from anyone. Um, it's okay to ask for help. 
because I think in the business that we're in, everyone kind of thinks we always have the answer when it comes to mental health or how to take care of yourself um, because we're supposed to be a counselor, right? Um, but, you know, what happens to those people? Like, I've definitely learned how to speak up and say, like, hey, I need help because I'm overwhelmed. Because not only am I overwhelmed with hearing other people talk, I'm overwhelmed because I have my own things to be overwhelmed about. Um, and I think we always need that bounce back. Um, you know, and as school counselors, we're always in, you know, professional development and trying to figure out how to best talk to students or how to best talk to our colleagues. But like, who talks to us? Or who are we mm -hmm. supposed to talk to? And it's one thing to talk to each other, but that that just turns into like a discussion on like, oh yeah, I understand that or this. Um, but there's no, you know, and I think that's the biggest piece missing between coaching and counseling is that there's no follow through, there's no accountability. Um, at least for me as an individual, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm helping others, but when I decide to, help myself well who's in my corner right or how am I supposed to hold myself accountable on on helping myself um and some people don't want to go to therapy right like some people have figured out what their triggers are they figured everything out they figured out their life but there's that thing of like okay well something's got to give like what's missing here um and so I think for all my counselors like you have to be vocal and say that you need to talk or you need help because you're just going to overwhelm yourself. And that's not healthy either. That's such a great message. And I resonate with it deeply because, you know, part of my recovery story is that I really struggled to ask for help because mm -hmm. I was a helping professional and I had some misunderstandings around needing to be strong and needing to be able to figure it out and needing to just work through it on my own. And so I really appreciate what you're sharing right now, Jennifer, because I think people need to hear that. And what I love about coaching, because you know I love coaching, <laughs> it's just it's such a great way to stretch yourself and to move beyond what you think you're capable of. So I think sometimes people have done therapy or counseling. And so in their mind, they're like, I've already done that. And if you find yourself saying that, you know, give coaching a go, because coaching is very much about what you want to be creating and what is next. And if there is something that's missing, it's, it's like, let's work on finding what is purposeful for you or passionate for you so that you can be creating what you want to be creating. So it's very proactive and I love that. Yes. Um, yes. And, and so, yeah, I think that it's so important for people to have that personal and professional combination, um, mm -hmm. you know, and especially people that are clinicians and love to learn and want to keep developing themselves, you know, coaching can be a great next step because you're not just going to, be developing yourself professionally, you're also going to be developing yourself personally. So what do you think about that concept? That's exactly how I feel in a nutshell. Um, I, you know, and in, you know, I've gone to therapy, I've figured some things out. And again, like the, like I said before, there was something always missing. And with coaching, it was that piece. And sometimes, you know, like I said before, we go to these PDs because we have to, or, you know, 
we just need to. And some educators, this is what they're born to do. Like, I knew I was supposed to be a counselor. I knew I was supposed to help kids. And when a pandemic hits, you start to second guess those things. Or any life event, right? You just start to second guess, like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? But I think with coaching, it allows you to kind of regroup and get back to, to ground zero. And figure out, like, what do I really like? Mm-hmm. What motivated me to do this? And why isn't that happening anymore? And when you figure those things out, it's like a clear tunnel vision. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And coaching then provides you with the steps to do it and to be consistent and to be accountable. And I think that's that's actually something I didn't realize I needed. And and what is that giving you, that accountability? Yeah, it's in. it just gives me like that extra umph, that extra support, like, okay, I have to do this because I said I was going to do it. Or I need to do this because I told this person I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. It's just, it's just like a little extra support in your head, in the back of your head, I think. Um, and it just allows you to be, uh, what allowed me to be carefree. Um, and sometimes I, I look at my teachers and I'm like, oh, if only you got coached just a little bit, we'd be good. Right. Um, what do you think stands yeah. in the way for them? I'm curious about this. Like, what are some of their barriers to getting, getting, not just help, but getting coaching? You know, I, I still think coaching is a very new. Um, I feel like especially, well, teachers, school staff, like we're a hard crowd. Like <laughs> we feel like we got it. We know it. We go to PDs, it's all good. Um, and we're here to service people, right? Like that's our thing. It's not It's not like, how do we get service? Or if we do want to get service, we know how to get it, right? Like then that's it. Um, but yeah, I think we're just a tough crowd. And I think coaching is super new. And I think especially I can speak for like the minority population. They just got into therapy. Like- Right now, I think people are starting to realize, like, oof, yeah, I have to talk to someone. So now to, like, go to coaching, I think once you explain it to people, it's definitely a different avenue that they didn't think they needed and they do need it. So I think it's just fairly new. And I think it's, I don't see a lot of, you know, like, I don't see a lot of people like me, if that makes sense. I don't see a lot of Latina coaches. I don't see a lot of school counselors who are coaches, right? Like I've never been introduced to that. Maybe if I was, I would have thought about it earlier, but I think that's what it is. Like I don't see someone like me. Yeah. I think what you're bringing up is so great. And this is why I always say we have to tell people what coaching is like we have to teach people what coaching is and what it can do for them yeah. right otherwise they're not gonna they're not gonna take it and figure out what it can do for them we have to tell them what it's going to do for them and in my book to me it's more accessible than therapy and counseling because mm. it's not about you know tell me all of your thoughts and feelings it's not about we're going to de- take a deep dive into your past right not that 
Mm-hmm. None of those things come up when you coach, but it's not focused on that. And I, I find that if we could speak to more people, share more about it, let people know what it is and what it isn't, then it can make it more accessible. So I'm really glad that we're having this conversation because for any coaches that are listening, you know, that actionable step from the episode Mm -hmm. is going to be to make sure that you're communicating what coaching is, what it does for people. Um, We know what it does for people. We get it, but we have to be able to communicate that to others. Any other thoughts about that? No, yeah, you you hit it exactly the way it is. Yeah. Awesome. So what were three benefits that you received from the coaching? Um, like I said before, I became, well, I was always like spiritual, but I had lost it for a little bit. So I gained that back, which mm-hmm. was huge for me. <clears throat> um. I became accountable and learned what accountability looks like for me personally. Um, And it brought me back to being peaceful, more confident, and just being my authentic self and being okay with that, no matter what happened or what came in my life. And most of all, I became a coach. So I think that was a big, (laughs) a big triumph for me. So that's awesome. Uh, that spiritual piece, like how did that come about? So um, through the process of of the certification, I ended up um, being paired with Mary like a couple of months later. And, you know, she's very into spiritual coaching. And I think that was like just a match to be made. Mm -hmm. And through one of our sessions, like, that's what I wanted to go back into. Cause I know for me, for, for me to be balanced, mind, body, and spirit needs to be cohesive in some way. Um, and for a long time I had lost it. I became very angry. I went to therapy for it. And in speaking with her, it was more of like, okay, you know, that's what you need to do. So how are you going to do it? And that's how I did it. Like we went through steps. She taught me some of her acronyms and it's stuck with me ever since. Like I've made it my daily routine to wake up, give thanks, do a prayer and just have that be like what controls my day. That's fantastic. So Mm -hmm. you had an experiential experience of being coached by somebody in the program. And through that coaching, you came up with some very specific steps to support Mm -hmm. yourself spiritually. And you've been being consistent with those steps and therefore have received something because of it. That's awesome. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I applaud you for that. I think a lot of people like that piece, like part of the coach certification and just being in this community in general, because there's other ways that we partner people up um, is just meeting other people that want to coach or are coaches and that experience of coaching others being coached. You know, there's so many learnings that can come from I'm the coach and there's so many learnings that come from I'm the one that gets coached. Um, And so 
you know, I just am so grateful that you really embraced being coached and used it to Mm -hmm. your advantage, used it in the best way possible and had some really great results from it. Um, Anything else that you might say about being coached and what it did for you? Um, It just brought like a whole new world. I think being coached and being in the certification, it just, it was kind of like being in grad school again, but better um, because it's like you learned a lot about yourself again. Yeah. Um, And of course, I went to grad school years ago and now I'm back in another certification that I was able to learn myself at the point that I was at then at my current, you know, state. And I think just becoming almost like a newer version of myself, a better version of myself was the best thing that I got out of it. Because through those sessions, it was like, I'm talking to someone, but I'm learning about myself and I'm doing the work. Yes. And they're just helping me and bringing those things out. And like I said, I thought I was going into this, like, okay, I'm going to learn something new, never realizing like what it was going to do for me. And I've lived my life that way ever since and it's just been it's been really good and refreshing to get back to a state where I'm a lot more positive realistic and just doing something that I know is part of my life purpose it's it's awesome you know I I commend you and I know that you've been starting your business while you're working your school counselor job. And so I was curious how you've been able to manage all of that. <laughs> I don't know. No, um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, again, even before starting the coach thing, like you said earlier with, I, you know, of course I had hesitation, but I decided to take that leap of faith because if I can do other things, then I can invest in myself. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to kind of balance the two things because I invest in myself. I still get coached. I'm still part of a coaching community. And I've made myself accountable. Like, okay, I'm doing this on this day. And to be honest with you, coaching is something that I truly love and I love talking to people about it. So it kind of just motivates me to keep it going. Like I love being a school counselor. It's like, that's not going to change, but coaching kind of gives me the creative standpoint and I can reach more people, a different audience. Um, So I don't know how I've been able to balance it. I think I just make time. I make time for both and I enjoy doing both. And I think that's why it's been, I've been able to make it work. Such great feedback, you know, and I really, I love that about you that, you know, oftentimes we hear people of wanting to go all in on coaching. And I think what's been super cool about your story is that you really enjoy your school counselor job and that you never had the intention to leave that behind and just do coaching, but you knew Mm -hmm. that you wanted to be able to do both. And so um, you've, you've done a fantastic job of managing everything. And it's great feedback to hear that you've managed it by making time for it because you enjoy both of them. So that's, that's awesome. Um, 
So if there's school counselors listening right now, what do you think that you would want to share with them about why they should try out coaching? Um, I think it just gives them a new perspective on life. And I think it will help them out personally in their own life. You know, I think when we're in this school climate, we tend to forget who we are. We're busy nurturing others, we're busy servicing others. And that includes not only kids, but we're also servicing teachers and admin. And I think, you know, I think being a coach kind of gives them that little freedom that we sometimes don't get during our work hours. Um, and coaching, it's just different. It's its what you bring to the table and whatever that other person brings to the table. Um, and I think that's a really good balance for a school counselor because if you're looking to be creative and try a new lane and think outside the box, I think it's such a great avenue to go down. Thank you. Wonderful. And what would you say is the legacy that you hope to leave behind with your coaching? I just want people to be a better version of themselves. I think sometimes we get stuck on, um, okay, we're here in life. We're not happy. um, And I don't know what to do about it, but you can do something about it. Like, and you should do something about it because you should be happy. Like, that's what you're here for. And I think that's what I want to get across to people because there's nothing, there's like no better feeling than knowing who you truly are at the core and having a foundation to always return to that. And just figuring out ways on, I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready to do the work and I'm ready to be consistent at it. And that's what I love to leave with people, just knowing that they got back to the place that they want to get to and they're going to move forward with that. And how come you're so passionate about it? Because I hear that passion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because it's who I was. I think um, it's definitely who I was. I worked so hard to be a school counselor. I got my degree. I was cool. And I couldn't help but feel like something was missing. Um, I knew I was meant to do something else. And I know how it feels to not feel like yourself. I know how it feels to not be confident. And knowing that you've done such good things and don't feel uh, recognized for them. Um, But now it just feels good to do things because it's what you want to do. And because you're so secure in your position of whatever it is in your life that you're at. Um, and I just love when people get there because it's, it's such a good feeling. It really is. It's fantastic. I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy that you are putting yourself out there, that you're sharing your message, that you're reaching who you're supposed to be reaching, Jennifer. It's, it's so beautiful to witness. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) So how can people contact you? So uh, you can email me at jgrace at coachingwithgrace.com. And that's coachingwgrace.com. My Instagram, which is coaching underscore with grace and LinkedIn by researching me, Jennifer Henriquez. Awesome. And we'll put all of that into 
the show notes so that people can access it. They can reach out to you um, and hopefully coach with you and get support yeah. from you, uh, which is you know, the intention behind having you here today is to help school counselors learn about coaching. Uh, but it's not always just learning how to coach. It's also receiving the coaching that can be incredibly impactful. So any last yeah. words that are on your heart to share with us? Um, well, I just want to thank you for this experience and to all of my educators and counselors. It's been a wonderful rough year, um, but we have our break now and I just hope you guys take that time to figure out who you truly are and who you truly want to be and look out for yourselves because if there's no you, then how are you supposed to service others? So just a little message for my people. Yeah, good. Yeah, and if you need help with that, reach out to Jennifer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome, my dear. Thank you so much for spending time with us and for shining your bright light. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> One of the main takeaways from today's episode is that school counselors and educators must take care of themselves too, and that coaching can be a wonderful tool in service to doing so. You can advance yourself professionally while at the same time advancing yourself personally. And our holistic approach looks at the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical levels so that we're creating a very well-rounded and well-balanced way of taking good care of yourself. If you'd like to learn more about how you can do a coach certification, please check out our Holistic Coach Training Institute page. And if you're interested, set up a discovery call. I'll put those things in the show notes for you. And thank you so much for being here with us. We greatly appreciate that you take time to listen to our thoughts, the people that we feature, and that you continue to develop yourself. That is what we are here to help you do. And always remember that this is truly a path. It's not a destination. So working on yourself, working on your legacy, working on your purpose, it is an unfolding and we are here to do it with you. Thank you so much.